This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Welcome to the Basement Bookers Podcast. Basement Bookers Podcast is brought to you by the Tribal Chief, Road Rage. All of the time, take this time. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him right now. Okay, he's acknowledged. Richard Riz, you're the guy. Jeez, did, did you have this a This episode with of the Basement Podcast is brought to you by Tony Codd. I was going to say, So okay. we can do the podcast in 2X. Excellent. News, uh, rumors, and bullshit. I wish I could go 2X. I will, I mean, as it is, I... When I talk quick, I tend to mumble, which is something I don't want to do. So, uh, according to Jeff Whalen of Raja.com, uh, Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons were pulled from SmackDown last week because Stark suffered a concussion. And, as you speculated, Basement Jair, uh, Nikita Lyons is not vaccinated for COVID. Uh, I, I also saw a thing that's that she denied that, so I don't know if that's true or not. I saw that, too. Uh, she basically said uh, medical complications or something, but that could just be Zoe Stark's concussion. So, Or I don't want to do this booster shit like, or something. That's oh, It, it yeah. could technically be that. Like, I don't know if it's like – I don't know the rules for Canada. I don't know if you have to be vaxxed and boosted mm-hmm. or just vaxxed is fine. Like, I don't know how it works because I'm an American. Right. Um, I, I don't cons- – like it's like you throw you what do you when you get when you come home and you no longer need your hat what do you do with it you just put it on a fucking coat rack and you don't think about it that's how i feel about canada yeah. not the people <laughs> but the rules because i don't like i, I thought I got, you meant the country because it's our hat it is i'm i'm t- i mean like the, the 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 government not the people ah, because yeah, yeah. the basement bookers have fans in canada yes Okay, Facebookers eh? have fan in Canada. Okay, so at least one, um, by all demographics. Indeed. So, just for the record, it's always, you know, it's never the people. It's just the 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 people that run that think they run shit. Yeah, the people. Whatever. We're not getting into that. Uh, the basement bookers from- of the world. Right. Right. PWInsider.com reported that Thunder Rose's injury has something to do with a disc in her spine that she's been working through. On Bus Open Radio, Thunder Rose herself said that while lying down, quote, I can't feel my legs. That does not sound good. That's some Kurt Angle shit. Like pre-fusion. So wait a second. Let me get this straight. This is a legit injury. Yeah. I, uh, I'm so upset with that. Like, usually when you when a champion who hasn't been beaten has to relinquish their championship, they get in ring segment time to do that. Mm. Always, like at least in recent history, no one's ever done it like that. Like recently, like if they say it on TV, they do it in the ring. They're not doing it in a backstage segment. Mm-hmm. What the hell is that? Like, was the back injury that bad where she couldn't get to the ring? 
I don't know. She's able to get info. there and do a promo to do to relinquish it. Like, or was it pre-recorded? Maybe she was like There's a lot of questions here. Maybe she was like leaning on a cane or something, and she didn't want people to see that. Yeah, no, no. You, you, you gonna? There's got there's something more here. Um, my gut tells me that. Well, it was. For the record, I'm not drinking coffee right now. I'm drinking water. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. I just want you all to know that this is mm-hmm. not about sugar. This is about a man on a quest. Mm. A quest to keep his throat refreshed. Refreshed for dropping basement booker knowledge. Yes. And lack thereof. There were rumors that um, after she broke Jamie Hader's nose that Hader has issues with her working stiff in addition to Britt Baker having issues with Thunder Rosa in general backstage. So I don't know if it has something to do with that. If maybe Tony Khan is souring on her, I, but I don't think she's relinquishing the title. I think they're just going to do. Uh, I think it was a fatal four-way that Hikaru Shida's in for some reason because she hasn't been seen on TV since for fucking ever. We'll get to that later. Why do you care? You don't like Hikaru Shida. That's right. That's why I don't think she You're- should be in the. I don't think she should be in the match because she hasn't been in a match in months. I think you're the most consistent person on this podcast. Thank you. Like it's, you I, think it, I think it's partly because of my bad memory. So I, I tend to reiterate shit week after week, only because I don't remember saying it previously. Like, there's there's no redemption for you. Like you're just like, <laughs> listen, this is it. Um, I respect that. And uh consistency is important. It's it's a, it's a, it's very good. You you hold the keys to victory. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, I, I think it's safe to say I won the feud with Christian, and now the feud is with. Did I win the? I haven't won the feud with Sting yet, but now now Monokarushita. I I gotta be honest with you, dude. Like, I don't like your chances. You know what I mean? I hear you. I got a good feeling about this one, though. No, I, honestly, I I think you have enough like faith in yourself you know to handle it you know what Thank i mean you. so i mean we have yet to hear what she thinks of me of the basin bookers podcast uh yeah i think she doesn't i think that's fair mm. i think she doesn't so um who's to say we have a lot of lurkers or may or maybe she's scared to speak ill of the Basin Booker's podcast. Uh, there's no need for that. Yeah. I'm just... I'm speaking my truth. Speaking your truth to power. Yes. That's for truth. <laughs> the <wokest>. All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Rosa, get well soon. Um, so my guess is, in, in my non-expert opinion, but from someone who's heard about, like, a lot of back injuries and such... Um, I guess is it's probably a slip disc that's pressing on a nerve, which is causing the numbness in the legs. Man, I, you know what? I think she might have been attacked um, by ghosts. It's not impossible. F4WOnline.com reported this week that Eddie Kingston was, quote, secretly suspended for an altercation backstage after Sammy Guevara called him fat during a promo. Uh, look, Eddie Kingston did nothing wrong. 
and Sammy Guevara wasn't lying. So <laughs> I have a hard time with this one. Well, Kingston actually admitted to having been wrong in the situation. No, uh, go- listen, Rich, let me tell you something. Okay. Kingston, he's like me and you. You know what, what he's doing right now? He knows he's got a good thing going. Mm. And that this could be one of those things that they could terminate his contract over. So he's not going to do anything to fuck that up. So he's going to say shit he doesn't fucking mean. Like, let me tell you something. You On the streets, you say some disrespectful shit like that, work or not, like you could tell somebody just trying to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It's like, also, like you got nothing else to use against this guy. Everybody that feuds with this guy uses that. Mm-hmm. Kind, like in some kind of way. Because it's like, if I beat you and I'm a fat fuck, you got beat by a fat fuck. Mm-hmm. Well, Sammy said it all out. He was going to put Kingston over. That's what he says. Like, I don't know these people. Yeah, but that's kind of all we have to go on. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, it, if it, this is why people get trapped by this. Is it a work thing? You got to assume it's all bullshit first. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, he's going to say what he's going to say. And also, you're not helping yourself. If you were going to put him over, you got beat by a fat fuck. Mm-hmm. What does that say about you? You hurt yourself. Maybe he hit you for your own good. Because, like, hey, man, you look pretty stupid doing that. Well, Sammy said that there was a scuffle. Agents and producers and such got in between them. Uh, Kingston tried to pie face him, but I guess he was like a little too far away. So he said, like, he, he kind of just put his hand on my face and it was a little weird. <laughs> well, at least he didn't put his thumb in his mouth or something. Or his nose. Stick, or his sticking eye. a finger in. Yeah. I feel like sticking a finger in, in someone's nose is kind of a Kingston thing to do. Sure. Unless you wanted to show him what was going to happen to him if he was in prison with him. Mm. Anyway. Um, yeah, I doubt he was that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get inside you boy <laughs> Jeez <laughs> I used to have a celly that looked like you He's not walking too well anymore a s- Oh cellmate Okay <laughs> Yeah it, it took me a second to figure out what celly meant I was gonna ask but then I'm like oh Okay Yeah dude We're talking inmate language I guess I guess Me thankfully not having first hand knowledge I, I, I'm blessed. I'm all, I'm thankful <laughs> that neither of us have first-hand knowledge. I'm, I'm thankful that no one that either of us cares about has first-hand knowledge. How about that? I'm thankful that everyone's, like, managed to turn their life around. Yeah. Before, like, winding up that way. Let, let's say for the most part. <laughs> and some people, you know, they turn their life around, mm-hmm. which is good. And that's because people can change and grow. You're not always, you know. Even if you did time, you can, you know, sometimes it's for stupid shit. Like, if you went in for some shit, you didn't hurt nobody. It's like, you you know, you make mistakes. You learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you, you know, some of them write books, become lawyers, defend themselves in court because of faulty DNA evidence. Mm. Anyway, that's got nothing to do with Vince McMahon. Correct. Uh, neither does this. Tanil Dashwood announced on Twitter she is now a free agent, leaving Impact after three years. Cause she's coming home. Can we can we get the meme with Triple H listening? No, I think it should still be Cody. 
Because then we're going to find out Cody's been running WWE using Triple H as a puppet <laughs> this whole time. He's like, I'll show you, Tony. I'll take over WWE and then I'll kick your ass with it. That would be a, an interesting angle. Yeah, I'm full of them. Huh. I'm trying to find the ultimate thing that'll live forever, like Katie Vick. And the hand. Mm. Now bark like a dog. <clears throat> uh, fellow Aussie Wesley Blake. He's he's the Aussie, right? Or was it Buddy Murphy? I don't remember. Who cares? Right. Wesley Blake and Levy or Levy, I'm not sure. Valens, formerly No Way Jose, made their AEW debuts on this past week's Dark Tapings. Holy shit. That's cool. Yeah. Said so- no one ever. Spo- spoilers for dark sorry about that guys i sorry. think there was oh so that's what i saw i think there was some drama no way jose got shamed into returning the money to like a promoter because he was supposed to do a show with them mm. and because he was debut with aew he told them he, you know he, he no showed them or something and he came into this thing that's fucked up. I don't know if he no showed up or something, but he something some scheduling conflict happened. Basically, he didn't perform there. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it like I know. I'm just saying like th- that's what the clickbait said. I didn't read the clickbait because usually the answer is in the clickbait. Usually, mm-hmm. and if it was like a huge deal, you would know that it was a huge deal. Yeah, even but Raja would have reported it. Yeah, it's always something obvious, like. You're not gonna believe who this, who the you're you're not gonna you're not gonna believe who whose theme song is No Chance in Hell. It might surprise <laughs> you. It's, you know you don't have to read because you fucking uh-huh. know. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, or like they'll do something like, oh, this classic WWE theme is rumored to be coming back to television, and it's No Chance in Hell. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, because Vince is on TV. This article's a week old. What's mm-hmm. happening? Shit like that. Uh, the summary is: I hate clickbait. All right, Jerry's shooting with clickbait now. I Got hate it. clickbait so much that if I share something, I'll basically tell you what it says, so you don't have to click on it because I already did it. So if you see anything on a basement booker's Facebook page, and it says what it says, you don't have to click anything. That's me. I'm saving you some fucking time on yeah, some worthless it. shit. Do us a solid and click, though, because that's a little more helpful. Thank you Just do much. what the man says. No, the only thing you need to click on is like and comment on our thing. You don't have to read their shit. Doesn't help us. Does I don't it? Know. I don't know. I don't know nearly How enough does... about uh, this stuff yet. Yeah. Well, maybe you should learn. Mm-hmm. I think it might be important. One of us should know something. Yes. One of us should know something. <laughs> something I someone, know. Someone someone just said, Yeah, bloody right, one of you should know something. <laughs> what what is what is this? <laughs> uh we're two professional not knowing shit assholes. That's what we are. That's crazy. I know about these rumors about AEW's mandatory talent meeting from this week. Uh, rumors were floating around. PWInsider.com reported that it focused primarily on Tony Khan's work to make changes within their talent relations and development department, which he feels will benefit talent. 
uh, and that the report of WWE contacting AEW contracted talent was brought up, and that he had their legal department email Stephanie and Nick Khan with a legal warning. Another subject addressed was a lack of access to Tony Khan recently, to which Kenny and the Bucks stated that their doors are always open as an alternative. Kenny says, bring me a bucket of chicken. <laughs> if you're going to come meet me, though. <laughs> I kid, That's I kid. That's the best response ever. Oh, uh, listen, my, my door also, <laughs> my door, Rich the Riz, my door is always open. And for me, yes, you could bring a bucket of chicken, please. Thank you. Uh, please leave the bucket of chicken. <laughs> uh, if it's face the chair, just like, just leave the bucket of chicken. That's the mm-hmm. best that you could do. I don't need to see you. Uh, com is all over the news this week. They reported that Jeff Jarrett is gone from WWE again as of last Friday, where he was senior vice president of live events. They add that Road Dog has been rehired by WWE to replace Jarrett, as well as Ryan Katz, who was previously an NXT creative producer and the co-host of Road Dog's podcast. Was this about Jeff Jarrett? The Road Dog? He was the roadie. They were together as a team. What? Oh, my God, there's heat. What if there's heat, Rich, there is? Road Dog just keeps replacing Jared in everything. His it's, song, his freaking job. I think he's still mad at him for selling out country music to get rowdy. You know? Remember him and, him and uh, K-Quick? K-Quick. They were rapping. Mm-hmm. They were rapping. It was a whole rap gimmick. They were rapping before John Cena. Yep. Crazy. And and not for nothing. Yes, Dustin can still go at his age, but our truth is the real Benjamin Button here. Yeah, no. At least our truth has held a major championship. Yes. Um. So let's not forget. Twi- uh, twice, I think. Well, he, he was a United States champion. Oh. Right. All right. I, Don't I was forget thinking, that. I know NWA. Yeah, you know. NWA world title twice, I believe. Yeah, so like he's already better than Dustin. Dustin never held the NWA championship. Yeah, he said so. Title. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He said this is gimmick. It is. I don't think he'll ever win a championship now. Like, how do you don't make that your gimmick? Because now that's your gimmick. Hmm. Because hmm. then once you get it, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so, Which means you can never get it. Here's some advice. Don't make that your gimmick. <laughs> well, I guess eventually that'll become your gimmick. You know, if mm-hmm. you, you, you know, you either you either win a champion or live long enough to die to be the guy who never got a gimmick or something. I don't know. Right. Unless Ronda <laughs> Rousey steps up and says, hey, I want this person to be champion. You Oh, you think that's what happened with Liv Morgan? That well, that's what happened. That's the with rumor, Morgan. right? Yeah. Oh, is we, it true? True, though. We reported on it. I know, but, you know, we reported on a lot, like a lot. Most of it, about 97.8% of it is true. Mm-hmm. And if you take my 97.8% chance and put it against the difference, then you will have 2.2% chance. The senior Joe, it's going to be a disaster for you with sacrifice. <laughs> um... Sorry, guys. I devolved into Steiner math because it's one of the greatest promos ever. It seriously is. Like, I know – I don't know if – like, I wish 
I could get an interview with Scott Siren because I want to know if that was intended as comedy the whole time or what. I would just ask the hard-hitting questions like, Mr. Steiner, did you know, are you aware that your promo has prevented countless suicides? <laughs> do, you, do you understand what it means that you've saved people's lives? I would go too far to say that the Steiner math promo has saved many lives. Like, I really do have this feeling. I just picture... You know, there's this guy, he's going to try to jump off a building, he's had enough. And the police are trying to talk him down. And a negotiator, I don't know why he's there, it's not like it's a hostage negotiation. He goes, hey man, I need you to watch this. You watch this, if you still want to jump, if you still want to jump, I will push you. I will push you, I will help you. Just watch this. And then... They'll watch the video, and I'd be like, with this, how could I give this up? Mm-hmm. How could I give this up? So, thank you, Scott Steiner. Forget thank Common you. Core. They should be teaching Steiner math in school. I, I, they should. We, You know what? It'll do the world more good, I think, in the long run. And we'll definitely sell a lot more calculators. I think enough people... No math. Well, we can get away with the, the way things are. You know what I mean? Like, we don't all have to deal with that shit. Like, you either yeah. know it or you don't know it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then but then there's those memes about how um, Burger King or, or was it a McDonald's tried to uh, introduce a third pound burger in the U.S., but it didn't gain any traction because people didn't realize that a third of a pound is more than a quarter of a pound you know honestly i think they should just change math classes to teach you how to use your phone to do math Hmm. like just take you on the path to figuring that out ask the uh hey google bitch or the siri no it's like listen can you do me a solid can you say this into my phone thank you Hmm. Instead of say it to my face, like it used to be, we say it to my phone. Yeah. Say it to my phone, because I really, I don't understand. Yeah. All right, moving off of math, PWInsider.com also noted that the current plans are to keep Raw and SmackDown as TVPG for the foreseeable future. So they have gone back on the idea to go TV14. Well, the ratings seem to be doing fine as is. Yep. So I why you could save that. Like I think you should make it the nuclear option because at least you have a way to do something different if things aren't working the way they are currently. Mm-hmm. Like if you have to adjust the ship, then go ahead. But like with this format, you get more of a chance of being because they they just they want WWE to be Disney. Mm-hmm. You know they want it to be for everybody. And unlike Disney, you know, like, WWE's been very good with this stuff. Like, it's very apolitical, you mm-hmm. know. It's it's good, like, though it doesn't go one way or the other, you know, at least on television. And, you know, I think that's what's cool about it. If you do TV 14, 
like it doesn't sound like much but it might be because mm. it's like it depends like because usually sometimes people just go extreme like it's like all right let's turn it all the way up you know what i mean yeah and you know in that contrast like now you know T- aew is being told from discovery and warner that they got to tone down the language mm-hmm. and don't worry mox blood's still fine <laughs> but like <laughs> Maybe you don't say shit so much. That's what yeah. Like. You guys, oh, for court's sake, you say shit so much. Like, we curse all the time, and we make fun of them saying shit all the time. Yeah, dude, but, like, uh, man, you know what? I try, We try not to, like, abuse it. Yeah. That Like, there's a budget, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, back in the old day, it used to be F-bomb after F-bomb, but it's like, you're like, you know, we're gray beards now. You know, we're getting there. Yep. So you got to, you know, use more words. Mm-hmm. Just use the word you know more. Understand? Yeah. I'm turning and, more into a white say beard, the, but yeah. You, you get what I'm saying. I Dude, do. I sh- I was trimming my beard the other day, and I, you know it gets to the part where you got to clean out the, the the shaver. Yep. I'm like, it's, uh, it's more gray hair in there than I'm comfortable with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, this is the end. Bro, I plucked <laughs> a white nose hair the other day. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that new for you? Not quite. I've been doing that for a while. I think we talked about it here when it first started happening to me. I was really freaked out. We probably did. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's just, that messes with you. Like, it's one thing. You got your, your, your facial hair and stuff, but like... Your, your nose hairs, like your inside hairs, they're getting mm-hmm. white and stuff. It's like, oh man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, look at my day. We had wrestling news in the form of a podcast. Last news for the week, unless something else pops up. Team Mysterio will take on Team Miz on Celebrity Family Feud tomorrow on ABC at 8 o'clock Eastern. Maurice is not on the team, Marjo is on the team. Why is Marjo on? Oh, she's funny. Doesn't make any sense. Is is Maurice on Rey Mysterio's team? No, she's not on either team. Well, I guess someone has to watch the kids. So it's got to be his dad then. So Mrs. Parents, Marjo, and his cousin, Don. No, Don could have watched the kids. And we could have had Maurice. Maybe... I could see he's the only one I don't care about. I didn't even see him on Miz and Mrs. Right. I could see Miz not wanting or Miz maybe suggesting that Marie sit out because she's not going to get a lot of the like references and such because of her uh, language uh, difficulties. No, all the way Marjo is on. I have no idea. He well, because she's funny. She's a character. She's funny. She, she he he just does. He just doesn't want. Listen. I'm not saying this because I don't believe this because, you know, what I maybe she's a fucking idiot. It's possible. It's really possible because let me tell you something. I wouldn't do much better. So mm-hmm. it could be that she could probably could have been like, yeah, I'm good, man. You know, because honestly, mm-hmm. Don Mazanin, who gives a shit? Right. Like he actually might have been on Mrs. and Mrs. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Right. And on the Mysterio team, it's the four plus family friend Daniel Mallory. 
Never heard of them. They should have got Rhea Ripley. Yeah. I'm like, who's Rhea Ripley? <laughs> She's Dominic's poppy. Mm-hmm. And then just have like the close up frame like they be doing. They be doing with, with Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey got that Steve Harvey face with the mustache. He's like, you crazy, Ray. You crazy. Is, he, is, he, is Steve Harvey still doing it? Yeah, dude. Nice. He's like, you crazy, Ray. You, crazy. you know, at, All at, right. this, at this point, though, Rhea, I think we can officially add to the conversation of or to the options following the question, hey, Dominic. Who's your daddy? Well, it is Eddie Guerrero. Right. Like, we Realistic. know that. Yeah. We know like that. Kayfabe. Um, yeah. Really. For shoot. Um, mm-hmm. It's the kayfabe shoot. Honestly, I think it's it's a very, like, closely guarded, not a secret kind of thing. It's like, it's one of those things, like, everybody knows. You know, imagine mm-hmm. everybody knows except for Ray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like wow this is a great angle we had guys wow, this is exciting i'm so excited to do this on tv it's it's great what a weird storyline everybody's looking around at each other like <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's uh it's crazy how realistic it is yeah almost true to life yeah almost true yeah okay i'm gonna go do some pull-ups on this shelf here <laughs> hopefully it doesn't break <laughs> yeah check this real quick yep it's good you know did you catch that post that Rhea Ripley did? Or they showed it on TV. I don't remember. But, like, she's doing the same thing he was doing. But oh, it didn't yeah. break. Okay. And she's like, yeah. we are not the same. Or something like that. Or we're not made the same. Some weird that, thing. So I, I I remember, I think it was on this. Uh, it was yeah, a Raw. Week. I yeah. think it was last week. Not this week, though. Yeah, I remember, her, do, I remember her doing the pull-ups on it. But then I didn't connect that to... The uh the episode of I think it was I SmackDown guess it was from it way was, back. It was a SmackDown. Uh, I know I don't remember who was in the foreground. It, maybe it was Ray I, and maybe it was Edge and Batista or something. But I know it was Ray in the background. Like there's some heavy hitters in it. Yeah. Um, I remember it's it's like you, you don't look at them because they're not the funny part of the scene. No, like I'm gonna. Look it up on YouTube, the Ray Mysterio pull-up blooper. There it is. It's right there. It's the second thing. It was pull-up fail. All mm-hmm. right. It was John Cena and Edge. Okay. It was John Cena. It's not just John Cena, Rich Therese. <laughs> it's the prototype John wow. Cena and Edge. And, Three and, jorts? Yes, dude. He's got the tights. Wow. He's got the little – he's got the prototype, proto shorts. Wow. Um, prototypes prototypes man you've always been better at that than me yeah yeah like hers was higher too like hers was way higher than it is mm-hmm. obviously because she's taller you know mm-hmm. so anyway sorry guys i had to answer that it was very important brief aside so uh by the way book of us i will be attending a wedding next week so the episode will be a bit late but i went to pick up my suit today for uh for the wedding and it's a rental of course and everything of course it is because because i'm in the bridal party and yeah yeah you're in the bridal party you're an important part of the thing so i get there i try the pants on like oh we gotta shorten them a little more okay cool wait they bring them back out and i go in the mirror and the guy is looking at them after they shorten them again and i'm like like i'm moving my leg and you could see like there's like a lot of space between like 
no, it's more noticeable like in the back and on the sides between like my the actual edge of my leg and the pant leg, right? Yeah. And he he's like, it kind of looks like there's a lot of space there, and he like he goes, I guess he like he tries to like pull it down to see whatever. And like I said, I know the problem. He's like, yeah, because like I could tell because they had so you know how for these rentals it, they do like a temporary hem. So they like ba- they basically I like, fold the leg in on itself and like tuck it up into the inside of the leg. Sure. The, the way I could the way he was measuring it, the actual bottom of the pants is up against my upper calf. Like when I say like three inches from my knee, that these things are friggin' folded up all the way that far. Mm-hmm. So, so this dude's thinking he's like, why, like, why are these, why do they look so baggy down at the ankle? I said, I said, dude, because on other people, and I pull, I pull the leg up, this part of the leg would be up here, around the knee. I'm just that short. That's just how it's gonna be. I, I, I didn't want to wait around another freaking 15 minutes for them to like do any other tweaks to it or whatever. I'm like, it's fine. I'll be fine. It's fine. It's a nice color man. gray, I gotta say. That's wild, man. It must be rough being so fucking little. Yeah, man. there, you know, there's. I mean, particularly when buying pants and, and more so shorts. Like to be honest, I I can't find shorts that I like that aren't jean shorts or athletic shorts. Mm. Like I can't see myself wearing khaki shorts. I saw some dude there wearing corduroy shorts, but he was he was obviously a fucking hipster. Man, I wouldn't be able to wear corduroy shorts unless I had a six pack. Yeah, dude, dude came in. He's like, I know my, my, I know my measurements. I don't have to get measured. I'm like, all right, you are a tool. Maybe just fucking get measured. Uh, sounds like you're a hater, and that's valid considering what you just went through. You know, it's a lot of cockiness for someone to have. You know, Do you, why Thank don't you. you make sure? Why don't you make sure to fucking make sure your shit is right? Like what? What if something's happening? You know what I mean? Like people grow. Mm-hmm. What's the big deal? Yeah, people's proportions change all the time. That's why there's a fitting and there's a final fitting. Exactly. Right? Like exactly. I lost. I lost like two pounds since I went for the fitting. Yeah, that's pants like a, a little pants are a little baggier on me. It's good. Yeah, because you're a G, bro. You're a real G. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about Dynamite and Rampage, and then we will jump into the WWE stuff because then we have a preview of Clash at the Castle. Uh, we could do predictions, but obviously it's going to be non-title because it's over in the UK, and we're not going to be—I'm not going to be watching live. So yada yada. I'm going to win anyway. So. He just like, you know, and I do appreciate it. I appreciate you not wanting to be humiliated once again. And I think that's what makes you a superior person to a lot of people. You know, a lot of people not don't have like the kind of grace and humility. Honestly, The first WWE oh. stadium event in the UK in 30 years. Feel old yet? Um, 
in 30 yeah. years. 30 years since uh, Brett vs. Bulldog, huh? 30 fucking years. I felt well, like I just aged like a hundred years. <laughs> well, I was I was twelve for that, and you were nine, so it's a long time. But I remember it like it was yesterday. <clears throat> I remember terrible family member promos that should never see the light of day. I can imagine. Oh God, it was one of the misfortunes I had. Uh, SummerSlam this year. Because I thought I was on the right thing, waiting for the pre-show or the show, waiting for the show, because I'm like, where is the show? Like, at least they're talking about the matches. Nothing's happening. They're just showing me clips from old SummerSlams. And it's an interview with, I think, Bulldog's wife. Mm -hmm. And it was brutal. Like, she sucked. It's like, there's, like, modern-day bad acting, and Mm -hmm. then there's, like, 90s bad acting Mm -hmm. on a wrestling program. Yeah. And you're not a performer. You're just a regular person. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a bad combination. Oh, and you're related to Bret Hart. Right. Let me before anybody gets the pitchforks out after the Basement Booker's podcast, who we respect... And love. We respect that he is the one of the you put technical wrestlers all time great. However, when it came to the charisma side of things, everyone's got strengths and weaknesses. That wasn't necessarily his strength. Right. Can we agree with that? Yes. He had some bangers. Some that I may not repeat on this podcast. But it's the H. And we all know what it stands for. Brett knows what it stands for. Human resources. So, uh, what I, you know what I mean? So take Brett Hart's charisma, whatever's there, Mm. and minus 90% of it. That's what you got. It was just that bad. And it's not her fault. You know, that's not her world. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, honestly, it's on them for letting her take talk that long. Like, if it was something shorter, great. Otherwise, not so much. You know, luckily, we don't have to go through that ever again. So, it was worse than Martha Hart this past uh, few months ago. Yeah, because the... she didn't have all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it was quick and to the point. Like, especially with something that's supposed to be her, basically the Hall of Fame speech she was never going to be able to give. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to take that into account. So it's like, out of respect for Owen Hart, I can't do anything with that. It's right. like, I can't. Maybe I did at the time. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. <laughs> but people learn to grow. As you can see, I have learned to grow. And it's like, she gets to, she gets a pass. You know, like, she's she's gone through enough. Just mm-hmm. need to be hated on by some fucking dumbass saying things he doesn't even mean on a mm-hmm. podcast because it's silly, you know? Mm-hmm. How dare you? So you were on the wrong station. Apparently. 
You were yeah. watching. You were on. You were on the Peacock, but like I was on the Peacock, but it was like a SummerSlam countdown thing mm-hmm. or some shit like that. Cause I multitask. Like sometimes I'll just have wrestling on. It'll just mm-hmm. be on, like while I'm doing other stuff when I get the second monitor. That's me with like not wrestling stuff, only because if it's wrestling, I I will guaranteed pay more attention than I intend to. You know. Like, I'll put something on to be on, like, just to, like, have something playing that, like, I'm interested in, but I don't have to, like, watch. But if it's wrestling, I'm going to watch it. Oh. So I'd rather just, you know, like, like if I if I want to get something done in Supercard, I'll throw on, like, uh, a Fortnite stream. Because, like, I don't, like, I don't necessarily have to pay full attention to it. I can get myself done in Supercard. But if it's wrestling, I am want to watch the match. Look, we all have our crosses the bear you know yeah so getting away from that we have highlights and lowlights from dynamite and rampage highlight first highlight here is in the opening segment which was uh the whole jericho and danny garcia thing blah 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 um brian danison says and this is this is my highlight. this is my favorite part of the segment brian danielson asked jericho if we ask Stu or Owen, this is actually a good segue, who the better wrestler is between them, who does he think they'd say? If they had a match tonight, who do they think would win? And to me, that felt like that came from Brian Danielson. And I liked it. I thought it was very good. Very, It was well delivered, and it was like right on point, I think. Hmm. I agree, too. Also, the match really should be uh, ultimately for the custody of Daniel Garcia. Jericho I mean, versus Danielson. Look, Cody Rhodes said it himself. Wrestling's a love story. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, this is a love triangle. Um, Obviously, this is a love triangle. Um, this is in one of Chris Jericho's many holds. Um, he might have the advantage here, um, if they were to go that route. Um, I think there's something deep there. I think they have a connection, but, uh, the thing about, you can't count Brian Brand members in and out because Mm -hmm. he can really, he will pull out all the stops, Mm -hmm. you know, as much as he needs to. And, uh, you know, he's going to give it all he's got. Yeah. So we'll see. Like, there's no denying Jericho's longevity in the business, but as much as Jericho has that, Danielson has his tenacity and his toughness. He has his tenacity, his toughness. He's a real thick person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, he's he's willing to go out there, do what it takes. You know, he's very generous. He's mm-hmm. generous in the ring, um, but he can't take advantage. He will, you know, if you try, he will get you from behind. He will get... He will get behind you. You know what mm. I mean? I, I so. think I do. All right. All right. Next highlight. Uh, Jay Lethal versus Dax Harwood. The match was good. Uh, to be honest, I don't really remember very much about the match. All I know is it ended with like um, like a, a pinfall series and Lethal got the pin while holding the tights. But after the match, this is my markout moment. Sanjay announced that at All Out, Lethal is going to team with the Motor City Machine Guns to face yep. whoever it is. I don't 
remember or care. But that's going to be, I mean, I, uh, I I like the Mercy Machine Guns a lot. I don't think you have seen them. You will like them a lot too. Uh, the one that we saw on Rampage was Alex Shelley. It was uh, Chris Saban. His partner is Alex Shelley, who you saw team with Kushida as the time splitters. You know, you know, I remember, you know, I was sitting there and I was watching and I'm like, oh, great. Something that doesn't mean shit to me. But 100%, as soon as I heard Motor City Machine Guards, I'm like, ah, Rich's erection. It's right there, right <laughs> through his fucking stupid little pants or whatever. He's just fucking, his boys are there. This is going to be something I don't know nothing about. Great. <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> so, I, I could describe the Motor City Machine Guns as, what? Would you be able to pick them out of a lineup? Yes. Okay, you heard it here, folks. As what the Young Bucks could be if they went to wrestling school. But, Rich, do you not like the Young Bucks? I don't dislike the Young Bucks. However, I don't like the path that they took to get to wrestling. Mm. And I don't like the fact that they never actually went to get professionally trained. You know what I like? about the Young Bucks is it's hard to like the Young Bucks. And people who make it hard to like the Young Bucks are Matt Hardy. (laughs) But you say stupid shit. Like, if you don't like the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega, you're a fucking idiot. Mm -hmm. That's a stupid fucking idiot thing to say. It is. Because that is... That is... I... I... You can tell from me right now that makes me so angry. Like it gets under my skin. You can have a different opinion and there not be anything wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Everyone's made different and they don't like the same things. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. So for you to say something like that, and I know you're listening, Matthew Hardy. I was on your side. And the whole edge and leader thing. I was with, I was on your side. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, I realized that Edge did nothing wrong. Well, he kind of did something wrong. Yeah. But she would have left your ass anyway. So yeah. <laughs> let's just leave it at that. If it wasn't him, it was gonna be somebody else. You should be you should be content with her being happy with a real man. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, it worked out great for you. You have a great life now. You know, everything happens for a reason, usually. A lot of freaking kids to mow the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> Some say people are fucking idiots for not liking a tag team and Kenny Omega. Get out of here. So Matt Hardy versus Jim Cornette? Matt Hardy versus... Jim Cordette and Conrad in a triple threat match. Nice. With special guest referee, drunk Jeff Hardy. Jeez. Yes. Okay, like, will the match even ever start? It'll it, No, well, it's not like he's the ring guy, ring bell guy. Well, he has to call for the bell. That's right. He has to call for the bell. And we'll put... um. What's his father's Senor Benjamin on the mm. ring bell? Mm-hmm. That's great. 
let's go Hardyverse. And and there's and the dilapidated boat is just there just because. Just because. I just flip on a dime. We're just shitting on Matt Hardy, and I'm like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if he did all this? <laughs> well, well, well the, the Broken Universe is a lot of fun. It, it is. is. Yeah. It is. Like, you know, we're calling a spade a spade. Matt Hardy, you know, it was a stupid comment, but his Broken Universe is a lot of fun. Yeah, can you imagine somebody's like, if you don't, if you don't like the, if you don't like the Broken Universe, you're an idiot. You know, like d- different things for different people. Yeah. You know, like, know. like some people, get... some people don't like wrestling. Right. Yeah. People exist somewhere. They're weird. Like they're, they're very weird. strange people. Mm. You know, like, I don't know how non-wrestling fans go through life. It's kind of strange. I know, an interview with with someone actually interviewing Chris Van Vliet um, came up in my feed. Um and the guy, the interviewer, saying, you know, you know, it's fake, right? And the whole that whole back and forth, the video of that popped up in my feed. And like, I watch that all the time just to be, just to shake my head at these people that say, you know, it's fake, right? And it's like, and Van Vliet's response is, you go to the movies, right? You know, they're fake, right? Yeah, dude. Like, and my argument is always like, listen, man, let mm-hmm. me ask you something. What's your favorite show right now? What's going on? Oh, there's no episodes right now. Oh, why? Well, because the season finale, there's no season right now. It's on an off season. Oh, there's no off season for this. Mm-hmm. I got, I got, Raw is always fucking on. Mm-hmm. You take that shit for granted. You take SmackDown for granted. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 it's always going. It's oh, you could always have it. Yeah. No, oh, what do you mean? I gotta wait. I gotta wait fucking. Till the summer's over before I get a new raw. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Or the the point I like to go to is, you know, most people, most people I know of, watched and loved Game of Thrones, right? Sure. You, yeah. You too. It's like you know, it's I fake, love right? Game of Thrones. Yeah. You you say to them, you know, it's fake, right? Final season was shit. And the the stunts, you know, they had stunt doubles. You know, WWE, it's it's live in front no, of. No, those are real of White Walkers. Oh, okay. Those were. Oh, real. I was I was talking about the other episode. So dragons are real too. <laughs> like, you know, there's 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 no second take. There's no cuts. You know, it it's a it's a play. It's essentially a play. But. You know, it's a little more athletic than a play. That's right. What's that more athletic than this next contest? Right. I was doing a thing. Oh, sorry. Well, I did the thing. You were supposed to go into the next contest. Oh, okay. Like, this next contest. And you're right. like, yeah, so this thing. Sorry. So See, we don't yeah. do second takes here either. That's right. Brit versus <laughs> Kylan King. Rip wins with the lockjaw, as we pretty much expected. There was, you know, post-match shenanigans, and then cue Hikaru Shida with the kendo stick because. Thank God. Rich Nerez was just talking about how much he misses Hikaru Shida. Mm-hmm. And when she came back, he was elated. Weren't you, Rich Nerez? No. It's funny. She came back around the same time as Kenny Omega. Hmm. Kenny, by God, Omega. Mm. Actually, he's Kenny, oh, God. <laughs> God. What's wrong? Are you now, okay? 
can Hikaru Shida make a return to AEW where she's not coming out to save someone with a kendo stick? You just don't like her with a kendo stick. I don't like her, but... What are you some, without your kendo stick? Give me variety. Bro, I don't Put know what match first. you want her to fucking jump through, but you always hold her to this ridiculous standard that you have for the last time she, The last time she came back from Japan or whatever, she ran out to defend someone with a kendo stick. Okay, so before it was the last thing she did, that's the issue. Yeah. Repetition. Let me tell you. Don't be repetitive. I don't. Let me tell you. I don't remember that, and I'm not sure a lot of other people do. And I get it. You're proud that you remembered a thing. I am. Thank you. That (laughs) deserves praise. Thank you. I think it's worth noting that. Mm -hmm. So really, nobody's in the wrong here. Good. Yeah. Good. Moving on. Next highlight is a good thing here. I'm going to be in the minority here. I don't care. Mox beating Punk with two Death Riders to become the Undisputed Champion. There's a lot of confused people, Rich, there is. I know. There's a lot of confused people. Allow me, please. Please allow me to let these confused people down. Shut up. Everything's fine. This is a storyline. It's the storyline that CM Punk was talking shit. He was writing checks that his ass can't cash yet. He wasn't ready to come back. He stepped into the ring with a savage like Moxley, thinking he could mock him to weaken him like he did on the Dynamite from the week before. Mm-hmm. whatever. And he thought he could do that like he always fucking does. And that CM Punk... Went smack dab into a wall. A wall called Moxley. Trained by William fucking Regal. In the Blackpool Combat Club. He knows why you are out. You don't think he's going to exploit that. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Like you you might as well have been. Like you have like a paper cut in shark infested water. If I may. Yeah, briefly. Sure. To to make it even better, it's about Punk's arrogance about him being fully recovered that Punk attempted a roundhouse kick planting on the formerly injured foot and re-injuring his foot that Mox then exploited. That's a UFC thing. Mm -hmm. That's a thing that can happen in the UFC. Which is why I know this is a work. Right. Because, like, Punk is a fan of that shit, and he's probably like, wow, this might be a good way for me to drop the belt, you know, and inflate my numbers. Because if he gets an, he, the next title match he gets, he's going to win. R- yeah, rumor has it they're still fighting it all out for the title. Uh, that's what I think. I think they're going to fight there, and Punk's going to cheat. Hmm. I think they're going to turn him heel. I think they're going to turn him heel. I don't know if they'll give the belt back to him, though. Why not? Because you believe that those rumors about him maybe leaving? Like, that could just be a work, too. But that hangman thing has to be fucked up. Because you can't do that to somebody. Yeah. 
Like, that's why it's like feels like a war because it's like this feels like a punishment that he got squashed. But it's like, no, there's a storyline here. We just went through it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason for that. I don't think he's like for I think CM, I think Tony Khan, you know, he's he's enthralled to CM Punk. Maybe I'm wrong. And Tony Khan's like, you know, this is all his idea. But oh, something feels sometimes the simplest solution, the simplest answer is the right one. Yeah, and I like the um, uh, post-match footage they showed on Rampage this week with Punk in the trainer's room saying, basically saying, you know, when I first injured the foot, I I didn't feel anything, and it's it's exactly the same. So basically selling that, the fact that he re-injured the same injury. Mm-hmm. How he expects to be ready in a week, I don't know how the fuck they're going to sell that. Yeah, how are they going to sell an obvious fake thing? Um, they'll figure it out. I mean, he could just be like, listen, guys, um, you know, all things possible through Christ. You know, I am straight edge. So, hmm. um, who knows? Maybe there are other properties in his farts that we're not aware of. Could be. Could be. We'll never know. Nope. Next highlight was the Ricky Starks promo. All of it. I liked it all. He's not great at promos yet, but you can tell. You can tell he's studying tape and he's getting there. The fire is there, and sometimes he looks like an alien. He does. I mean, this could be a good thing. So Mm -hmm. let's not try to say that it's necessarily a bad thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when people see... Blank looks like a blank. They're like, oh, that's not that's kind of fucked up. Sometimes it's not what you think. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things, you know, they're different. Don't assume we're all fans of we're all Ricky Starks fans here. Indeed. You know, sometimes we're black guys and sometimes we're in the Stark. Crew, mm-hmm. Stark crew. Team yeah, Absolute. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You can do that. That's better. There you go. Uh, low light of the main event. Which, by the way, when I when when they said that, oh, for the first time the title is going to be unified on on Dynamite, and then it's not the main event. That was weird to me. That's a fucking work. Yeah. Like as as if that. Like if nothing else made it obvious, that made it fucking obvious. I'm just saying. Nah, dude, you're right, dude. So main event, uh, trios match. It's uh, House of Black versus uh, Death Triangle. And I knew this was going to be a banger of a match. But what ruined it for me was Pac getting distracted by the fake Kip Sabian and then getting attacked by the real Kip Sabian. Like maybe, maybe not. There's a storyline behind it. But eye on the fucking prize, dude. Yeah, seriously. Like to me that 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 is not believable to me coming from a veteran like Pac. It was it was a stupid mistake and it, and is there a any kind of storyline beef between him and Kip Sabian cuz I don't remember hearing about it. Um when it comes to people like that, I don't know. So, they could be anything. Mm-hmm. 
So whatever. United Empire beat the Triangle with the Oz Cutter to advance in the trios tournament. After the match, the, the Elite come out, come out and they tease a brawl. Or maybe Kenny just couldn't make it down the ramp. Osprey would kill Kenny Omega. Yeah. Like even after a match, <laughs> he would mm-hmm. fucking end him forever. Osprey's like, kind of a weird looking dude too. He's a weird looking guy. He's mm-hmm. also a weird looking guy, but he's like could probably steal your girl you know what i mean like he's Mm -hmm. not like you know but he i believe he's tough i'll just leave it at that that's all like like he seems like he could be tough Mm -hmm. like the way he portrays that character um caddy he would just kill him like it's not even close osprey would fold him you know like a pretzel you know he'd just gas him out kenny now yeah kenny last year yeah, that's well. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is not Kenny by God Omega. This is Kenny. Oh my God. Yeah. Omega. Yeah. You know? So should we call him like a doctor? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, want help. We we got oxygen here, right? And, we, right. we got all the drugs. Yeah. So uh, what's what else we got here? Uh, that was it from Dynamite. Unless you got anything. Nah. Cool. I think you're right that the Elite might win the trios title. Uh-huh. I just wish they wouldn't. Did I say House of Black? Fucking A. House of Black was later. This It was a United Empire. Why? I don't know why I said House of Black. I think I was looking ahead. That's okay, buddy. All righty. Uh, House of Black is in my red highlight for Rampage with uh, 10. They bought the fucking Dark Order. They did. What a... F- it's like, wow, man, I, I, I really, it's one of those, it's like, wow, this is a match. It's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's tracks. It's like the Dark Order was the original, like, faction that's weird mm-hmm. and dark and stuff. And then these guys come and they're just kind of better at it because, you know, they became a clown show after Brody died. R.I.P. Yeah. However, with 10 in, in Malachi Black's knee bar, Miro comes out. Causing Black to release the hold and drawing Buddy and Brody from the ring. Why? That doesn't make any sense. Right. Did you watch Rampage or no? No, I didn't watch Rampage. Okay. Fuck Rampage. Yeah, so 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 Ten had tweaked his knee earlier. It's the knee that has a brace on it. Uh, at some point, Malachi Black even rips the brace off. I think it was right before he put the knee bar on. So Miro comes out, music and all, you know, the trumpets. Yeah, <laughs> that those are the those they brought down the walls of Jericho. They did. So the same one switched mm-hmm. to Riz. So it was a gift from God because he's his chosen champion. I've wait. I don't yeah. know. Are they go. Are they okay now or they who Miro and God. I have no idea. Uh, But so Buddy Matthews and Brody King head up the ramp to get chucked by Miro on the ramp. I guess, quote, they initiated contact, so no DQ. There's another instance of that later on. Um, The distraction allows Reynolds to roll up Malachi Black. So Dark Order win. The Dark Order win because Malachi Black, while still in the ring, just he just released the hold and watched his guys walk up the ramp two on one 
to get just backdropped. I think they could have come up with like a different finish. Yeah. To like at least protect the guy. Like I know this is Malachi Black feuding with Miro for something or other, but this I this wasn't I don't think this was the way to do it. Mm. Okay, you had to have the Dark Order go over the House of Black somehow. All right, I th- I think it could have been done better than making the House of Black just look stupid. This made them look stupid. Generally, you want to avoid making teams that you want to view as a potentially serious threat. You want to avoid situations like this as much as possible. Right. Um, you really only want to do things when it's like you don't know how to like beat the guy. But like there could have been a different way to do this. this is not one of those situations. Or if it's towards the end of a run of a faction. Right. You know, like this thing shouldn't happen now. It's it's a little early for that. Mm-hmm. Um, other than ch- laziness, I don't know what why else they would do it this way. Right. So after I the match, I think that Tony's mm-hmm. expecting you not to remember this shit in a week or two. Well, so. the the thing is, this was for the trios tournament, so the Dark Order advances. All right. So what? They're not going to win. And House of Black is out anyway. And so, House of Black wasn't going to win either. So House of least... Yeah. After the match, Brody, as Brody's stomping towards the ring, Brody hits Miro from behind. Sorry. As Miro is stomping towards the ring, Brody hits Miro from behind, then throws him into the ring steps. In the ring, on Miro, Black hits the heel kick, then House of Black stomps him out until Darby and Sting come out, and House of Black back off. (sighs) Why? Oh, whatever. There's nothing I can do about this. Clusterfuck. I don't like that Miro has to be involved. I know it's like, can we wait till one thing's over before we bring another thing in? Mm-hmm. Why can't Miro just have his own feud with the House of Black? Because Tony Khan has ADD. Yeah, I guess. Maybe that's like his best way of getting everybody on TV. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. There are better ways. Um, so five hours ago, cause you, um, this was announced, but, um, by AEW games, but, uh, fight forever. The game that they got, it won the best sports slash racing game award at gamescom 2022. Cool. So that's kind of a big deal. Good for them. What was it mm-hmm. though? Snaps? Did you do snaps to clap or something? I think so. I don't know. Like how did the woke, I think like this. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> really great, everybody. All right, good job, everybody. So, Keddy said, really cool to see. Just as valuable as any title belt to me. So it doesn't mean shit. Got it. Basically. All right, so I want to run down the rest of Rampage since you didn't watch. Uh, backstage, uh, when Lexi... When you say run, better run. Yeah. Uh, Lexi Nair asks uh, Hook if he saw... Uh, Parker Menard's uh, comments about him last week. He says he did, and he doesn't care. He walks off. Parker Menard walk up immediately after. By the way, they uh, they're like they got to be like at most seven or eight feet apart at this point. So, but they ask where he went. Like he's there. Menard, being Matt Menard as he is, he's like, I saw that little afro. Where'd he go? 
And I'm like, do you know what an Afro is? I don't know if he does. I, um, I, I don't the evidence think he does. would point um, to the opposite. I could maybe say it's a cultural thing that maybe they've only heard of Afro Afros in Canada, but I know Afro man likes tall cows. That's right, he does. <laughs> anyway, so um, they say he's running scared. Parker says the AEW Galaxy put a lot of pressure on Hook, and they can help him. All right, cool. So that's that's the thing. Brian Nemeth comes out. He runs down his former hometown of Cleveland. Uh, Lethal, Sanjay, Singh, and Chris Sabin come out to the stage before the match. Brian Nemeth says he doesn't know what the people and the company see in Wardlow. He runs out down Wardlow until Wardlow just cracks him with a headbutt, which starts the match. Wardlow beats Ryan Nemeth with four power bombs to retain the TNT title. I can't believe it. Honestly, mm. like it could have gone either way. Big bad Wardlow. <laughs> All right. Backstage ascension within the AFO. Um, there's back and forth. Ultimately, Roosh says, listen, you see what I did to my little brother? You got to fucking cut your shit. Straighten up. Fly right. Yeah. Whatever. Hobbs beat someone named Ashton Day with a spine buster. After the match, the Nightmare Factory come on the screen and they're holding Starks. QT says Hobbs won't have to worry about Starks making it to All Out. QT wraps his watch around his hand and clocks Starks, laying him out. That's not nice, man. Nope. That's not nice. Nope. What else is not nice? Uh, Jade's talking. Layla interrupts her, and Jade tells Kira to take out the trash. Oh, shit. So they go off screen. God damn it. Uh, Jade then says she'll slam Athena at All Out. Athena I would blinds. have loved to have seen that, like what they were doing, like that whole conversation, the fight, you know, yes, while they had to fight off. Yeah, they like they, there wasn't even any physicality on screen. I I don't. It was, yeah, it was weird. Anyway, Athena uh, Athena blindsides Jade. Yeah. And and they uh have they, you know, they they're, they're pulled apart quickly. Oh uh, no, kissing. Got it. No. Okay. No, it's fine. I I half wish. Yeah. yeah. The other half of the wish is that it weren't Athena. Uh, okay. Next match. It's Chris Statlander. I know she's hurt, but just to swap it out real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. Uh, with the ref dealing with Ortiz and Sammy, Anna Jay, who was not involved in the match and was not at ringside previously, she shoves Ruby Soho into the steps. Sammy and Ty beat Ortiz and Ruby with the Sammy Cutter shortly thereafter. The Sammy Cutter. Yeah, it's the Cody Cutter, but Sammy does it. Oh. Actually, it's a it's the double jump. It's the side ropes and the front ropes into the cutter. Ah, uh, so he double jumps instead. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I didn't miss anything. Right. Then there was the backstage uh, footage of Punk. Uh, yeah, which I mentioned earlier. for that. Yeah. Main event time. Claudio beats Dustin with an uppercut to retain. The Ring of Honor World Title after taking an accidental low blow on a botched leapfrog. Oof. That sounds painful, actually, when I think about it. I I get the impression that they kind of rushed the finish because it was just like 
it wasn't like I guess maybe or maybe he couldn't get Dustin up high enough for the for his proper uppercut finish, but like it felt like maybe they took too much time uh with uh Dustin I mean with Claudio recovering from the low blow. It's like mm-hmm. his Dustin's head cracked Claudio's junk. And before <laughs> you know what before that there there was something I don't remember what the move was. I think um I think Claudio I think it was another leapfrog and I don't know if Dustin tripped or whatever it was but Dustin fell and he like the side of his head hit the bottom rope. Ouchies. Yeah. You know that that's steel. That's a steel cable. They call it a rope but it's a steel cable. These four cables. These four cables. You know cuz four ropes, they cables. Right. Yeah. And it's Cesaro or yeah. Castagnoli. Or Claudio. Claudio. So I feel like it could have been a better match if not for the, the botch or botches. But, you know, it should happen. So maybe, maybe like two two people, even as great as they are, maybe they just don't have great chemistry together. Timing's off. Uh, one guy's been wrestling since WCW. Mm-hmm. Like, since WCW had the fucking... Um, 80s retro backgrounds for interviews. Yeah. Like, this dude wrestled like Cactus Jack. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Dustin's, Dustin's hit the big four. We've been, listen, the natural. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. That was a, that, that was a big deal, you know. Like, you know, he was a guy, you know, he was one of those guys. Yeah. Doing a long time, man. Very consistent performer. Mm-hmm. All right, so moving on to Raw, I actually only have one highlight from Raw. Now, Raw was a solid show, but the only thing that really got a pop out of me was Johnny Gargano. And that was – that I, I loved it. The whole segment, all of it. The high five, the super kick, which we all saw coming, but it was great anyway. I'm just glad it wasn't – like if this was Vince fucking – Johnny Gargano would have got his ass beat in a backstage interview segment mm-hmm. that he gets introduced in. He doesn't even get. He'll be like backstage. It's like, look, guys, it's Johnny Gargano, and then he would have been like, they, he would have been like running from someone and then like crashed into like Dewdrop and knocked himself out. No, everything, everything they did in the ring, it would have been backstage. Oh, it would have been the same thing. No entrance, and then Theory would have been there, but Theory would have beat the shit out of him. Hi, That's Adam Pierce. I'm Johnny. Yeah, no, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, like, look at this guy. Hmm. You're gonna real make a name for yourself, young sir. <laughs> like, hmm. And then it's like, you know, the same thing with theory happened. Still, same thing, all the same. Hmm. And it's like, yeah, backstage. That's what Vince would have done. So, uh, anything else for you from Raw? Because that was the only thing that really caught my eye. Um, let's see if I have notes. I think most of my notes. Are like from SmackDown. I guess you know. I, I think a lot of things didn't catch your eye for Raw because like you're a misogynist and you hate women, so you you know you can't talk about the fact that Trish Stratus uh, was there. Oh, Trish is uh, great. Trish she looks is great. You no, know, um, it looks like we might get Bailey versus Trish like one on one. Dream match for Bailey. 100%. Um, but it's like you know that. Um, like we can't. I got a question here. Mm-hmm. Now was this Family Feud taped? I don't know. 
Because it had to have been taped before The Miz is kidnapped and maybe murdered. Probably. Like, you just almost just skip Raw with the <laughs> one thing. Like, this is so normal for you. I You're really fine should do, with the man being kidnapped. I really should do my highlights right after I watch the show rather than right before we record. You think? Yeah, maybe. You know what? I Maybe we should both do that because right now I'm proving why this is the case. <laughs> so, um, I, at least I didn't overlook a kidnap. They're okay? commonplace, though. Well, they, us- oh, they yeah. usually do happen in the NXT parking lot. However, there I do appreciate the consistency now. Because, like, Dexter Loomis shows up on NXT mm-hmm. to see Indy, knowing full well he was going to get arrested if he went over there. Yep. Because, like, dude, you're not, you can't just show up here after doing all that shit over there. Like, they got you, son. Like, they're looking for you. That I liked. I liked they that. They put shit. on APB. They're like, let's uh, let's monitor his wife. He might show up there. Not 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 just that. It's like, listen, like it, like he's probably like, if you want to like, you know, work, shoot it. It's like he's probably like on a blacklist now. Yeah. Like if you think about it, like if, if a fan tries to jump the barricade, mm-hmm. and he's multiple times tried to do that, he's probably banned from coming to shows. Mm-hmm. So he's on a thing, and they keep right. track of him. It was great when Graves said, let's not give him any attention when uh, whoever else it was mentioned his name. Yeah, because they try to treat it like if we would do it for real. Yeah. Um, I think it was um, not Joe Rogan. Jimmy Smith. Yeah. Dude oh, needs a name. That's too generic. Bro, did you catch the banter between Corey Graves and Byron? At one point, and I don't remember which match it was, but Corey Graves is like, I'll punch you in the mouth or whatever, or fight you, or something something to that effect of Byron. He's like, I wish you'd try. I've seen you wrestle. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh! Yeah. Uh, he just thug-lifed fucking Corey Graves, bro. He just thug-lifed him. Like, right I thought, I thought it was Graves that said that to Byron. No! Like, he's, that's what he said. Like... Graves said that to Byron. He said, I'm going to you know, hit you or whatever. Mm. And Byron said he's seen him wrestle. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's like, I've seen you wrestle. Yo, they're going to do Graves versus Byron. That's going to be Graves' return match. Graves versus Byron? Yeah. And Byron's return match, too. It, it makes perfect sense. Because we were thinking it was going to be Pat McAfee mm-hmm. and Gr- Corey Graves if they do a thing. But you still got Byron. People sleep on that. Forget Byron Saxon used to be a wrestler. Yeah. Like, if you see on his social media, like, any pictures of him when he was wrestling, dude was kind of jacked. Yeah, it's one thing to look the part. Like, I've never seen him do anything. That's true. That's very true. Like, there's got to be a reason why even Vince is like, nah, let's uh, put you on commentary. Exactly. Well, it could be just like some better, like... He likes his speaking voice and stuff like that. Maybe. Or maybe just the way he plays his character. Hmm. I suppose. Like, like the, the the Byron character, it's great for an announcer because he never has to actually, like, physically defend himself. Because, like, hmm. the, just the, the way the character is, he's someone that would get beat up a lot. Yeah, probably. 
I mean, not by me. You could probably take me. It's fine. All right. So besides the uh, kidnapping. I mean, that's kind of a big deal, dude. It's kind of a big deal. And, like, how they might be setting up Beth Phoenix against Rhea Ripley. Like, these are things you just, like, gloss over that I got to, like, make sure we're all paying attention to. Um, Because that's kind of a big deal. Because even if Priest got beat by Edge, like, there was still shenanigans afterwards. Mm -hmm. And Beth had to save her husband. So, who knows? We might just get something there. Mm. Down the line. Maybe you always get you already got Beth first Rhea Ripley got Bailey versus Trish Stratus. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know who the number one contender is for the Raw Women's Championship. That's a good question. Uh, Alexa Bliss, maybe. Is she? I think she won a thing. Oh, see, these are important things that you should have a highlight for. This was weeks ago, though. It's, no, there's no way then. If she was number one contender for weeks, they, they'd already be working towards their program. Yeah, I don't know. You're a little confusing, sir. Oh, it's my memory. Because, no, right now, is she just tag-teaming with Asuka? Like, they had their little thing, you know, for the tournament, and they mm-hmm. lost. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. But like I said, like that that just shows that for whatever reason on Raw, they're not putting any focus on the Raw Women's title. All right, let's uh, let's keep going then. All right, NXT. What was stupid to me was uh, pretty deadly uh, run out. They brawl with uh, Brooks Jensen and I don't remember uh, Josh Briggs. To the back, but somehow Gallus didn't get disqualified for that. They won by count out. And then Diamond Mine attacked Gallus. Yeah, uh, I don't see the appeal of Gallus. Um, Diamond Mine really has like one star. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the one that talks all the time. Julius. Yeah. It's definitely not Roddy. It's not any of the other guys. He's like the guy. It looks like yeah. he's the guy they're trying to build up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope they beat Gallus. But if Gallus wins, then Diamond Mine should break up. So <laughs> I wonder why. Gallus, of course, is Joe Coffey, his brother Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang. Now, we, when we were watching... Uh, briefly NXT UK way back in the way back or maybe it was even on um the the UK title uh tournament finals show pay-per-view whatever the fuck that was I don't remember um holy shit my memory's bad um we saw the formation of Gallus so basically Wolfgang joined the Coffee Brothers and ever since Mark Coffey has been teaming with Wolfgang, and Joe Coffey has been the singles guy. Now, clearly, Joe Coffey is better on the mic than the other two and everything. But, like, why not even try the two brothers as a tag team? Just hearing you say their names, Joe Coffey, I'm like, 
this ta- this sounds like a tag team. Like if you were like making fun of wrestling mm-hmm. in a cartoon, that would be the team, the Coffee Brothers. Mm-hmm. Joe Coffee and his brother Java Coffee. No, you could still have their names. Okay. What what's this guy other guy's name? Mark. Yeah, Mark. Joe and Mark Coffee. Mm-hmm. Can you get any more basic bitch than that? But there's a Y at the end. C O F F E Y. Oh, oh, it's so fit. Take the Y off. Oh, and they're Scottish. Take the Y off. And they're Scottish lad. The, the fact that they're Scottish is fancy enough. Take the fucking Y off. They're all about that. And guess what their gimmick is? Scottish. They ride and operate a coffee company. <laughs> Vince would love it. Coffee Bros. Coffee. Whatever coffee for Bros. What, picture in your mind the best name for a coffee company, and that's what it's called. So whatever you pick, that's what it is. This is how you diplomatically give everybody what they want. <laughs> That name you guys just came up with, good job. Good work. All right, so that was, there was I that. I thought we were going to sit here quietly. We can, but <laughs> we are an audio medium. That's right. That's right. The staring contest will have to wait for another time. Get you a webcam. Yeah, well, I have one in my laptop. I think it's shit, though. It's probably shit. Never used it. Yeah, probably. Uh, so then there was later on the Grayson Waller effect. The highlight here was Apollo saying he's, uh, cause when he was asked about uh, having an accent, Apollo says, uh, I'm still a Nigerian warrior and I'm proud of my heritage. And I won the IC title at WrestleMania. I got too focused on my past for God to focus on my future. And that's why he's back in NXT. I've got your Nigerian warrior right here, motherfucker. I don't think Paulo Cruz is cool enough to have seen the breaks. Paulo Cruz might be an undercover G. You never know. Like, you never, can't you judge know. a book by their professional cover. Like, people, they're just, they're different inside, you know? They are. I try not to judge people by the by by the, the cover of the book, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you look like a nerd, but maybe you're downright based. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Speaking of not based finally the nxt in-ring debut of blair davenport now this wasn't a great match not by any means no but blair davenport formerly known as b Priestley, a lot of experience um are you saying she's old no okay because usually when a man says that that's what they mean i'm trying to Secure the female demographic. That's not what I mean. Uh, okay. What I basically mean is I know of B. Priestley from before WWE. Hadn't really seen her matches, but there was, like, the internet was a buzz about her. So Oh, was it a buzz? It was a buzz. Ooh. So after the match, she hits a V-trigger, and then she cuts a promo saying she just won one of the best this div- – she just beat – one of the best this division has to offer. She was number one contender in the UK, but the NXT title will do because she's the rightful heir to the title. Uh, Manny comes out, says uh, B. Pre- uh, Davenport's reputation precedes her, but she's still standing in the r- in her ring, 
after entering her world where everyone follows her lead. Blah, 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 yada, yada, Mako Satomura. Uh, we're going to unify the titles, but it's triple threat. So this Davenport lady's got to win, right? Is that her name? Uh, Blair Davenport. Yeah, I, th- I think it's still going to be Mandy. I don't know. Maybe, but it's like it's kind of weird because this girl came out of nowhere and all of a sudden she's you don't think that. I don't know. To me, that's a that's a red flag because mm. then Mandy doesn't have to be pinned. That's true. You know. So it, she that chick could win it. So it's like all of a sudden, like she has a match on NXT and then she's in the triple threat match. It's like, all right, I guess they want there's, there's something special here. That they see that well, I well, like she necessarily said, get to see in that match. Like she said, she was the number one contender to make a set of more as NXT UK title. I know, dude, but like she's not probably not known to the mainstream NXT audience, right? Like, is, how much crossover is there real, really, between NXT viewers and UK viewers? Like, how many people are like us that won't even know? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably not a lot of crossover. Yeah. So what bugs me is. You're going to start up NXT Europe. It's essentially replacing NXT UK. Why merge the belts into the the vanilla NXT championships when you can just turn them into the NXT Europe championships? Yeah, don't you the UK like is part right, of though? Europe. The UK is part of Europe. Well, you're right, though. Like you said last week that they were going to unify the belts. I'm like, no, that's kind of dumb. And here they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I like I don't like being right about stupid shit. I think this is stupid. I don't think this makes sense. No. You're starting a new promotion that is taking over for a previous promotion in a larger area, but includes the original area. You make it the new title. You take the old title, you make it the new title. Did you ever, did you see the news rumor that Triple H is ordering new belts? I did not, but it makes sense. Well, like overall for WWE also. That's the thing. It's one of those things. You remember how uh, in this pot, this episode, I was just talking about clickbait. Yeah. Like I didn't click on it, but it's one of those things. It's like, it says it in a way that they think, oh, this means new championships. It's like. Oh, but it probably means new championships for UK. Like somebody going, oh, they're unifying the championships at uh, uh, Worlds Collide. So stands to reason they're going to order new belts, and this is probably it, right? You know what I mean? Like they always try to trick you. Yeah, either that or it's probably for NXT Europe. That's what I'm trying to say. I know. (laughs) Damn it. it. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. It's like, you know, they, they know, like, I don't know. They always try to act like they know shit. It's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Because they're going to need new ones because they're getting rid of these ones. Mm-hmm. I guess because these say UK, you know, you want to say Europe on the belt. So it makes no sense to keep it around because you have right. to change it. Yeah. And the design of the NXT UK title is very UK, kind of looking like it's the uh, very the crest UK. design. They yeah, used it's, to have. It, it's so UK. It's not even. You can't even get you can't get any more you can't get any more united, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, like so united there was never like a war, you know. Mm-hmm. People trying to you know get out from under that shit. Yeah, 
So my next highlight is Indy's promo. Very good promo. She, look, she gives good promo. Um, I'm glad it didn't end the usual way. You know, she's like, she just leaves. And then next week she's a heel or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like a lot of that promo and like, a lot, like all the WWE has been lately. I feel like that was all her that came up with that. Uh, I hope so. Cause that writer should be fired. Right. But the realism made it connect better. Yeah. Like, even though, even though like it, it wasn't great. But you could tell that if it's someone – if it's something that this person just came up with on the spot, like you could tell she was like searching her feelings and her own mind for her words to say this thing, and that made it more realistic. Well, whether it was written for her or not, it was convincing. Right. So I'll then, just leave it at that. So then we have Dexter come out, and he carries her off, and then backstage he gives her a letter that's, uh, that says – Goodbye, Indy, for now. I love you forever. And then he walks out the door. We see the cop cars outside, and he surrenders himself to be arrested. We have continuity, folks. I can't believe they're pressing charges. Like, why else would they arrest him if WWE is not going to press charges? Probably Miz pressing charges. Miz got away? I don't know. I don't know. But like, we don't know why they got him. We don't know why they got him, though. Right. Well, they got him because they know they got him. Mm -hmm. But the Miz could still be missing. Like he, they probably need his location Mm -hmm. because they don't know where he is. They know that he kidnapped him. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it's going to be one of those things. It's like you won't tell us where he is unless. Tommaso Ciampa wrestles him on Monday Night Raw. With his first name. Yeah. Like, the only thing I want really right now is maybe take a break from kidnappings and stuff. No, I, I you know what? I'll go far to say they're not going far enough. <laughs> I, want, I want kidnapping, brainwashing, the whole nine yards. So the next highlight I have is something that doesn't really make a... It's weird. This this guy I'd never seen before, Javier or something or other. He's rude to some hot chick, and a security guard tells him that he shouldn't talk to her like that. And like I think Wade Barrett like mentioned the security guard's name. So I guess this guy's probably a wrestler about to debut. I hope so because this is gonna age poorly. Yeah, it's like um, you, you threw the pasta at the wall. This one doesn't stick. Yeah, it's almost like they want to have. Like, Triple H is going so 4D that he even watches security personnel to have stories behind their characters. Yeah. Like, he's going all in. He's like, it's like a video game where every NPC has a backstory and a fucking quest attached to them. Like, mm-hmm. he's he's going all for that shit. Yeah. There's not going to be some guy walking around backstage saying, I love security work. And then talk to the next guy, I love security work. They're going to have their own little routines. Mm-hmm. Every side quest available. Triple H is the man. Or this guy's going to be a wrestler. You know, it's either him or the, uh, was it the ultimate diva or whatever he's calling himself? Ooh. The uh, husky oh, black fella. Um, What's he calling himself? Was that this week or last week? I, I don't care, week. but we didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about it last week. <laughs> I remember now. The I don't remember his name. Diva? 
and he's like a dude. And he's also that kid that we're like, why is there some random fat kid just sitting there? Who is this? <laughs> yeah, wasn't he remember? wearing like a Taylor Swift shirt or some shit? No, it was. Yeah, it was a shirt. It was Aaliyah. It was oh, yeah. Aaliyah. It's like something we would have seen in the hood back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Like it like you know like, like Aaliyah, a, Aaliyah the singer, not Aaliyah the wrestler. Yeah, like a biggie shirt, you know, mm-hmm. like back in the day. Yeah, yeah. This guy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Last highlight for NXT was uh Santos pulling up, telling Legato he wasn't leaving without them, and they all drive off. What did I tell you, Rich Torres? What'd you say? I, I remember you, it. I want you to I, say I said it family work. sticks together. Mm-hmm. It's the family. Oh, it's the super diva, Quincy Elliott. There you go. Good Lord. It's like they're trying for Velveteen Dream, but like Lizzo size, you know? Uh, Lizzo is a uh, overweight uh, artist, um, just in case, because you are a boomer. I am. Um but yeah, actually, I don't think he's big enough to be Lizzo. So anyway, back to I, the podcast. I, I looked that up, <laughs> but I don't want that in my uh, search history. Do not do this. Okay. Okay. Do you have anything else about uh, NXT? Uh, not Cora really. Corjay need, needs to improve on her promos. You know, I I don't like to punch down. Mm. You know. Uh, She does everything else well, well enough where I'm like, yeah, all right. You know, you you pass. Mm -hmm. But there's some people, it's like, I don't, what's happening here? Mm -hmm. You know? Hey, you know, what'd you think of that Lights Out match? Eh. Yeah, me too. I'm like, I don't know, there's something here. Like, you don't have to literally turn the lights out. I mean, I was just that was impressed number one. With, I thought Tiffany Stratton did a great job um, being the heel in that match. Mm-hmm. They're you doing know. a good job in general of turning her character from generic Valley girl, you know, with a rich daddy to athletic background and focusing more on that with the vignettes, at least. Yes. So that's but good. I, other than that, I got no nothing, nothing further um, for NXT, really. Yeah. When Wendy won and let's move on. I hope so. Smack down. I like Sheamus's promo. Um, I didn't know he was turning face. That's new. Yeah. Does that mean fight night's face? Fight night. And yes. I'm sorry you're not getting away with this, but every wrestling show is fight night. So until there's an episode of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, Dork, Dark, Elevation, Rampage, Rump Shaker, Flim Flam, Finger Bang, whatever the fuck you want to call it, has no fighting, then we'll talk about this fight night thing. Until right. then, you need to shut the fuck up because it annoys the shit out of me. I think it's one of those just... things no one cares about, but it annoys me to no end. Yeah, I like, think no it, one cares about that, and it bothers me that no one cares about that. You see, they, they can't get rid of all the Vincisms at once. Yeah, but it's it doesn't anybody just 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 stop and think for a second? Is it every time fight night? They're prioritizing. God, I hate you. You and your publicly <laughs> traded company, gobbledygook. All right, um, 
let me I before I forget, please let's all take the time because we've already done what we did. We have acknowledged the tribal chief. We're gonna have a two year celebration coming up. Let's acknowledge the fact that Sami Zayn not only broke the tribal chief and Jimmy J. Uso mm. in that backstage fucking segment he did. Mm-hmm. Did you catch that shit? I caught the Usos chuckling. I didn't catch Roman. Dude, Actually, I, I, I'll it's like, you see, it's, if you're paying attention, it gets him before them. It's like mm. at the same time almost. Okay. It's pretty good. Like, the it's, he is a treasure. And I've seen <laughs> online, like, somebody circulating. The, it's the, you know how, like, there's always the young photo. It's the Usos and Roman. Mm-hmm. They put, like, an old picture of Sami Zayn in it. That's it's great. It's so good. That's awesome. I'm like, that's amazing. I'm so happy for him that they finally accepted him. You know, that shot where it's all of them and, you know, Roman's got the chair and he's sitting on freaking Drew. And that was a great. great close. It was a great close because, like, throughout this whole thing, they're talking about how awesome Drew is and all the perseverance, the blah, 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 fired. I'm back. You know, it's like, all right, they're building him up. He's definitely not going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's going to try his damnedest. Uh, I think they're going to use Cross as a foil. It's like, well, you know, it wasn't his fault. You know, this guy interfered, you know. Um, but I will say, if you really wanted me to be invested in Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, you know, except for the fact that, Roman Reigns should not be beat. Roman Reigns should be the champion for a thousand days at least. Mm-hmm. Um, because when are you ever going to be able to, this is the closest you're going to get to that. Minimum have him surpass Gunter slash Walter. I want it to be a thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but what I was saying was it should be, if Drew loses, he has to shave his beard. Mm-hmm. Because like, cause they show in the, in the, in the vignettes, like when he was a chosen one, it's like, yeah, thank God for that beard, bro. Cause if you didn't have that beard, I don't think you'd be as over as you are. It's just night and day. Like a beardless Drew McIntyre is like, are you even a man anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? Also, I'm pissed that the sword is back. I really thought it was gone forever, but it's fucking back. Mm. It's like, there's a sword at ringside. Why don't you grab that and defend yourself? It's right there. It's a yeah, weapon. I yeah, I guess he didn't think of it. I was really hoping that like Roman would take it, like, give me that dumbass sword. It just breaks it over his knee. Mm-hmm. Not even real. <laughs> <laughs> like when he was like, what? Like that would be the equivalent of what he was beating the fuck out of the feet. He's like, you're just a dumbass in a mask or some shit like that. And it's like beating him up. It's like nobody cares. It's like this is all clown shit. I'm the tribal chief. Yo, you ready for non a non-PG idea here? I'm ready. So Roman breaks the sword over his knee, right? And then Drew McIntyre's beard falls off. Ro- Ro- Roman, says, Roman says to Drew, Ah, oh, I named it after your mother, huh? Yeah, I broke your mom's back just as easily. And then somewhere far in a distant and a far off land, maybe he's in Florida somewhere. A small tear falls from the eyes of Christian Cage. <laughs> well no. done, Roman. Well done. It's 
go, go, uh, it's his mom, it's his mom, not his dad. Either way. I know, but still, it's like yeah. that's pretty good. You know, yeah. that's like that's that level. Like obviously, I know the difference, but I'm saying mm-hmm. that's that's up there. Thank like, you. And Eddie whispers. <laughs> just like a oh uh, this is the most christian has made me laugh probably ever i know probably since the stupid days with the kazoo gosh she's dead <laughs> and he doesn't even know he doesn't even know he's done this mm. so uh, is seamus trying to get over the nickname red dragon now i think he's just doing the whole clash at the castle theme mm. okay yeah, it didn't really land with me. It's like, listen, buddy, House of the Dragons, a Warner Brother thing, not a Fox thing. Let's just we already got one show talking about dragons because of money. Let's just let's save that other shit for fucking the UK or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like that uh, Gunther and Jameis kelp kept the stare kelp. down. Kelp. They kept the stare down going. Yeah, it was like was kept held. That's what happened there. They they kept the stare down going throughout the stupidity of the melee. This is implying that um what's the Gunter's bitch's name? I mean um Ludwig Kaiser. That Ludwig Kaiser is on the maniac level of a Pete Dunn. I'm sorry, Butch. Butch. It's like because like Butch is a maniac, and it's like are they both maniacs or do you just not like him? Well, Butch started the brawl. Yeah, I get that, but they were just at each other like maniacs. Like, the other guy, isn't Ludwig Kaiser a gentleman? Like, can't he, like, compose himself? Mid-fight? Yeah, man. He's like, hey, man, we're not doing this tonight! Listen, like, the only way, the the best way to defend yourself against a maniac is to be a maniac. Seamus is going to get his ass beat at Clash of the Castle, man. It's kind of sad. What what did Gunter say he's going to... Chop his chop his chest like chop meat or something. Yeah, he's, he's gonna break his body and his spirit. And I'm like, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. The whole time, I'm like, yeah, you are. You're gonna kill him. Hmm. You're gonna Let's chop his, his chest into bloody bits and break you, his body. You are gonna beat his white ass. You're gonna beat his pale ass. Mm-hmm. And it's Seamus- gonna be glorious. Seamus running down the list of legends that he's beaten in the ring is a great way to put Gunter over. Money when he beats, beats the fuck out of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you've beaten them, but you've never been in the ring with someone like me. Mm-hmm. Ring general. Yep. So the next segment also gets a green highlight from me. It was uh, backstage uh, with Natty and Sonia. Um, uh, Megan Morant, the interviewer there, uh, says something about how they kind of like surprise people by winning. And then Sonya runs down all of Natty's accomplishments. I like this theme of reminding us of people's accomplishments. Yeah, um, I think actually I have it under good authority. And, uh, you know, it's very important. I tell you this source is close to the situation. Um, we, they have now in WWE implemented, uh, in case you forgot just who the hell I am rule, hmm. uh, and and it expands to all characters. So I think it's a really good rule to have. That's a fantastic um, name for it, given the new uh, leadership there. I know. 
I know. That's why I had to interrupt your thought, thoughtful thought with something silly, because it does make sense. And it is real. It's not mm-hmm. fake. Excellent. There is a just in case you forgot who the hell I am rule at I love WWE it. now. Yep. I love it. But in the background, we see uh, Nikki Ash and Dewdrop arguing. Yeah. It's funny that they could do that there. There's a video circulating online where Nikki A.S.H. is injured. And, mm. like, it's a TikTok. And, it's like, she's, like, Dewdrop is helping her leave. She, like, even carried her out. Like, something was wrong with her ankle or something. But, um. um was it before that? Let me see. I don't know. It's on my Twitter timeline. I don't know when it took place. It, it's a SmackDown. It was the 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 match with um Sonya Natty afterwards after they were leaving. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. I didn't highlight it, but um, as I thought, I'd read something in the news, but I guess not. Um, when Dana superplexed Nikki Ash to the floor, immediately Nikki Ash looked like she uh, tweaked her knee. It like it landed yeah. weird. She was sitting on the ground. She's sitting on the ground describing the video. Like, Dewdrop ran. She ran from ringside to check on her to see if she was okay. Mm. And, like, her and the trainer carried her carried her out. That was really nice of them to, to cool. do. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, but, yeah, we... Dewdrop is, like, a professional. Yeah. Because, like, they, they – I don't, did you see the picture where, like, she was slamming somebody into the uh, post? And you could see where she protects them. I did not see, but good good on her. Mm-hmm. I it's hope like, they give her a name that she wants. Like, if she likes Dewdrop, then I'm fine with it. But if she mm-hmm. gets what she wants, then I'm fine with that, too. Exactly. Um, like, we know Dewdrop is a veteran. I So, I like when the only way you can see, like, a wrestler protecting their opponent is when you ha- when you have to actually, like, pause it. Not when, like, it's playing full speed and you see them blatantly protecting them. It's like, eh. So it's good. Next segment was the Sami Zayn bloodline segment, which was which we already talked about being fucking gold. Uh, next highlight was a continuation of that. The Usos come up to Sami as he's getting ready for his match against Drew. Um... It's like they're they're good oose, bad oose. Have you noticed that? Yeah. I like well, that. isn't one of them main event Jay and you know, he isn't he like the right hand or something like that? You know, yeah. he should be that way. He should be mm-hmm. a certain way. You know, Jimmy's he... like Jimmy's like, yo, good shit, and Jay's like, No, no, not good enough shit. Better shit. <laughs> you, you gotta level up to wear that shirt. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> better shit. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That sounds good. And, and well, then, it's consistent with his character. It is. And then we we talked about um the the finish of SmackDown, which was all great. They even they even let Sammy they set Sammy up for the Huluva kick. It was nice of them. Yeah, that's what family does. They set you up. Are you got anything else on SmackDown, or could we jump into Clash the Castle after freaking over two hours now? This is the longest podcast I've ever been on, and we've I, done. Actually, that's not true. It's not true. <laughs> We've done like six hour podcasts before. Yeah, that was when we were experimenting with Periscope. No, even did we try to do um what we were recording? We the companions. Oh, that too. That, those are longer, I think. Yeah, I don't quite count those count those as a podcast though. 
That's true. It's like we were doing commentary for a show. I mean, it's still technically on the podcast. Like, it yeah. was uploaded to the podcast. So. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to Clash at the Castle uh, for IC titles. Gunter defending against Sheamus. Sheamus is going to have both Ridge and Butch at ringside, allegedly. No one gives a shit. They're not going to matter. It's going to be Gunter. Gunter is going to is going to obliterate him. He's going to break him. You know, he's going to break him. His confidence is going to be shot. Mm-hmm. That's going to lead to these guys splitting up. There's no way they stay together. So um, we get Pete Dunn back. Hope so. So I'm, I'm looking wrestling at the card gear. I'm looking at the card here. So this is the first time they're in the UK in 30 years. And there are two quote-unquote Brits on the show, and neither of them are going to win? Yeah. So you're saying is... I'm, what I'm saying is, if there's a title going to change hands, I think it's more likely to be Gunter dropping than Roman. I don't... First, I just... I have a blind spot for that. I get, I didn't think about that. I really didn't give that any thought, and I think that... Tough luck. You know, the hometown hero doesn't always win. Mm. As a matter of fact, a lot of times you'll lose. Even right after turning Jameis' face? I I think he's just transitioning. You know, I don't quite trust that he's a face. Mm. Like, just because, like, you know, they like him more than the other guy doesn't Mm. make him a face. Mm, You know? It was kind of a face promo. Banger after banger after banger after banger after banger. That's what he was saying. Yeah, Remember? that too. Mm-hmm. He tweeted that too. It's oh, crazy. He's, he's weird. Consistent though. Well, I, I guess he figured it got over. So let's uh, get some likes out of it. Get some interactions. Yeah, I think he said, oh, hell yeah. Jeez. Did he say that? No, but Pat did one commentary, and and uh, I think it was when Bailey was there, and she's like, and Nella and Cole's like, hey, that's pretty good. Hmm. What? Because <laughs> Bailey was on commentary. Yeah, I mean, I I can't see. I it's tough to see Gunter losing. It's he tougher doesn't to have see, to. It's tougher to see Roman losing. I I. You really think Roman's going to lose? No, I don't. I think you need to get yourself out of your thinking, thinking that, like, you know, just be, you think somebody should win just because they home. Like, most times people lose in their hometown. Yeah. You got your, your, your faith is should be shook. What you need to know is that the tribal chief sits at the head of your table. He does. Okay, and he deserves your admiration. Alrighty. Next up, Riddle and Seth. I think Riddle goes over. Uh, it's gonna be a fun match. I think it's gonna be Seth. Um, I don't know what's going on with Riddle, but doesn't matter. It's not title. Yeah, it's it's weird, like. I feel like Riddle versus Seth is kind of it's it's a placeholder. It's still waiting for Cody. 
I think Cody might come back. Like, I'm not 100%, but on the Facebook, the WWE thing, Seth Rollins' picture was changed to the image of Cody celebrating winning the Hell in a Cell match and Seth sitting on the outside in his polka dot outfit. Mm. So I don't know what that could mean. It could be nothing, but I Cody could come back sooner than we thought. We know that they always over-exaggerate injury times. Yeah, when are they going to see Cody over there? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is probably their one chance. But good luck getting him out there, you know. Um, Without anyone knowing? Yeah. Well, I read that to keep um, Gargano's return to WWE secret, they flew him in on WWE's private jet. Yeah, they could do that. But also, it's Johnny Gargano compared to Cody Rhodes, you know? I like Johnny Gargano, too. But, uh... If, like, you needed to hide in a crowd, would you rather look like Johnny Gargano or Cody Rhodes? You think Cody won't, like, be the wearing hair gives a hat? It away. You think he won't be wearing a hat? No, he's going to wear Groucho sunglasses. That, too. A little nose and the mustache attached mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. And maybe not travel with Brandy and Pharaoh. You just reminded me. Um, I don't know how that reminded me exactly. But I was looking at... I was looking at, So the guy that they debuted for Chase U this week on NXT, I don't remember his name offhand. I'm not going to scroll back. Um, um, Dickie Vickerberg. Yeah. So I, I was I, I was looking him up on Wikipedia because he came from like NXT UK. NXT and, in the UK. Yeah. And like I recognize the name, but I don't know anything about him. I still didn't, I left not knowing anything about him. But I scrolled down on the page. He doesn't have a regular Wikipedia page. It's like one of those like wiki fandom pages or something. Uh-huh. I scrolled down and – I could tell that the roster it has been recently updated because the the NXT UK roster is way cut down. I think it has like maybe – and I might be even over-exaggerating this. I think it has like a dozen names on it. Mm-hmm. But under the vanilla NXT roster – oh, and, and on Raw, it lists Johnny Gargano. So obviously it's as of this week. On, this, on the NXT roster, it has Candice LeRae. Well, that's a good place for her to be, actually. So so I guess she's coming back. Yeah, I bet you she's coming back and they're going to transition her to like a trainer or something. Which wouldn't be bad. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Oh, maybe they're, if they're, especially if they're planning on bringing some women up to the main roster to, to fill it up more, they probably just need more women down there. Mm-hmm. We'll see, man. Because if Mandy loses, I think they're coming up. Like yeah. toxic attraction. So and, uh, I don't know what Gigi's injury is. I haven't heard about it. Hopefully, it's something that a squat can fix, and she'll be fine. She's so good at those. Yeah. So don't even so, worry about it. I I mean I haven't seen, but I would like to. She should she should post Chris Atlander squat videos. There's a market for that. There is a market for that. Anyway, uh, speaking of the women's division, we have a six-woman tag match, not for any sort of titles at all. Bianca, Alexa, and Asuka versus uh, the trio 
we think will eventually be called Damage Control. Them. Yeah, Team Bailey's going to win. Damage Control. For the SmackDown Women's Championship, Liv Morgan defending against Shayna Baszler. Liv Morgan's going to somehow win. Yes, I agree. And the main event is only five matches, apparently. Roman Four. Reigns. Yeah. Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns. Will defend the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship of the world. There's rumors that Solo is coming up. Rich, he can't be the women's champion. I know that. He'd have I'm... to be another champion. He'd have to be like, you can't beat Gunter. That's impossible. So do you put him in the bloodline or no? I would, because be, there's no way you can, like, not. Because it's not like he's Samoa Joe. Like, he's in the family. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a real Samoa. <laughs> Samoa Joe's a real Samoan. I'm not saying. I'm just just kidding. Mm. Like, in wrestling terms. There's a lot of Samoans that aren't related to The Rock. Okay? Like, there's, not that many. But there's not <laughs> a lot. There's not a lot. It's Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is literally the only famous Samoan, at least that I have ever heard of, that is not related to The Rock. That is true. All righty. So next week, as I mentioned, I will be traveling. The the wedding I'm going to is actually on Friday. We're traveling back Saturday. We'll probably – we will definitely still be traveling when Clash of the Castle starts. I imagine we will be recording – Saturday evening or Saturday night. We will determine that later on. But until then, if you want to get in touch with the Basin Bookers, you can email us, basinbookers at gmail.com. Give us your thoughts. Tell us anything you want us to talk about, speculate on, any of that. Let us know any new features you want us to add, whatever you want to say. And Facebook, Basin Bookers. Uh, Twitter, at Basin Bookers. Everett Ceriz, at Basin Majer. I did that in a weird order, so my brain's a little spazzing out as I feel like I forgot something because I did it in a weird order. Uh, and as far as where to find this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and Jared's got a party message. Yeah, don't be a simp. Oh, wait, the other one. Um, <clears throat> uh, That's a good one. The too. match of life is scheduled for one fall, so make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the booker.